This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Free Kicks is up next, but first, listen to this other great OPI show. This week on Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview, we talk with Dr. Ian Smith. Rick and I were products of immigrants from Germany that had to literally live in bomb shelters for the entire war. Yeah. And my kids are complaining about staying on the couch. First of all, people need to take this situation seriously, but people shouldn't panic. We're going to get through this fine. This is not the end of the world. Uh, It's not like the plagues in the past, but this is a very contagious virus, very contagious. So we have to really be smart. Minutia Men, Celebrity Interview, an OPI show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lozano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. And here we are. We're back. Uh, you know, the soccer's not back, but that doesn't mean we can't do a show, right, Adam? Absolutely. Yes, lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. And let's face it, we're stir crazy. We're sitting here in our homes. Uh, We can't really do much uh, in our homes. Um, and so what the hell let's let's uh, <laughs> let's find out what's going on in the world of soccer and uh, we'll just we'll share it with everybody else definitely all right so let's uh let's get our uh audio here uh i'll start this off with our premier league uh, audio here we go premier league football what's happening on the pitch and you know what's happening on the pitch is nothing nothing is happening on the pitch <laughs> That's true. So let's talk about what's happening off the pitch instead. And this, I just saw this, this, I think uh, three, four days ago, they made this announcement. Uh, Euro 2020 has been flat out canceled for this year. Right. Right. Yeah. So they pushed it back and they're going to take, it's going to take place in the summer of 2021, similar to the Olympics as well. Right. So it's going to, it's going to be a, no, it was already going to be a busy summer, and now it's going to get even busier now for 2021. Yeah, here's what the, I'll, I'll read you the uh, official statement. UEFA Euro 2020 was scheduled to take place in 12 cities across Europe from the 12th of June to the 12th of July 2020. The proposed new dates are 11 June to 11 July 2021. UEFA would like to reassure existing ticket buyers and hospitality clients that if they cannot attend the tournament in 2021, the face value of their tickets and packages will be refunded in full within mm. the next month they will be uh, providing further information on the refund process etc because people had already bought their tickets for this yeah exactly months exactly. ago right right yeah it's it's it this is that's been the toughest part about everything you know just with everybody's schedules you know how everybody is everybody schedules their lives six months ahead um now they've got to push it, it back a full year who knows where people will be, uh, and different things can change. So it's tough. I believe the schedule works out well because I think with the Olympics, and obviously the uh, soccer's part of the Olympics as well, so the end of July is when the Olympics is planning on starting in 2021. So we'll get a, a good festival of sporting activities for sure. Yeah, and, and, you know, actually, if you think about it, this could help England's team. They had a couple well, of very important injuries. 
I tell you, it's interesting you say that because I was just reading something about who were the winners and the losers of Euro 2020, and probably the biggest winner would be England because yeah. of all of their strikers that are out. When you think about it, Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, yeah. and, and even Tammy Abraham, our Chelsea striker, have all been injured. Harry Kane and Marcus Rashford both had long-term injuries. So the fact that uh, they are going to be given the time to get back to full fitness and be ready to go for next year is probably going to help England in the long run. I would think uh, so. And you can probably say the same thing with, with some other countries, Germany, like Leroy Sané, who's been out pretty much the whole year. Good point. Definitely, help, definitely helps him. And even France, Paul Pogba has been out for a long time. Dembele has been out. So there's lots of different areas, that different countries that are probably helped by it being pushed back a year. Yeah, so that's a that's a good thing for for everyone, I think. But uh, yeah, except for the poor suckers who have tickets. Which, right, yeah. I know that's true. I mean, and no, no matter how you look at it, you still want to see the best players in the tournament. Who wouldn't want to? Who wouldn't want to go to a a, a European Championships without Pogba, without Harry Kane? That's those true. Types of things. You know, it, it definitely kind of defeats it a little bit. Um, but, and know, what country it was what it scheduled to be in? I mean, it said there a few countries, but I forgot what Yeah, country. it was kind of all spread out. So they were doing games in lots of different countries. I know Ireland was hosting Scotland. Oh, there was really? Gonna be some, yeah, Poland was hosting games. So it, it, if anything, it was probably the worst place you could have done it with this <laughs> pandemic going on. <laughs> no kidding. Because you were all in the whole of Europe. Right. Um, the semi-finals and the finals were going to be at Wembley Stadium, which would have been really cool. So and I know I spoke to a few people who actually had tickets to go to those games. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was just that's kind of a tough one. But uh, they haven't figured out where they're going to host it, what they're going to do. But uh, at least they're going to get it done again. Okay, well, let's talk about the Champions League too, because that uh, that was on the cusp of getting to the exciting part. Um, you know, Liverpool, yeah. poor Liverpool. If this, if they had played one week later, they'd still be in it. <laughs> you know what I, I know. mean? That's true. That was true. And it's yeah, what a crazy game that was as well. I it mean, was really a good game. I mean, if you if you're going to leave with the the thought of a game, the last game that you saw, that was probably the last game I probably saw. What a great game it was! Um, it but was yeah, just it, it was just tough. It was just it's just a tough situation. We don't know what's going to happen now. They're pushing it back and back. And well, I'll, gonna... I'll tell you what. The, I just went on their website, and okay. uh, as a result of the COVID nineteen crisis in Europe, UEFA has today. This was posted on the 29th of March. They have uh, formally taken the decision to postpone the following matches originally scheduled for May. All right, okay. so UEFA Women's Champions League final is mm -hmm. uh, same with the uh, Europa League final and the Champions League final. No decision has been made yet on rearranged dates. The working group uh, established last week as a result of the conference call among the stakeholders of the European football, blah, 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 blah. The group is uh, examining the calendar and announcements will be made in due course. In other words, they have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, they, they're just going to keep pushing it back. I mean, and that's primarily what's going to happen. And obviously they have to work with all the big leagues. The five big leagues are going to have to figure out what they're doing as well. Right. So, but they don't yeah. have that many games left. I think I think they are going to finish it. Don't you think? 
Well, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing in terms of where everybody's at. I think they've got maybe eight, nine games left. Yeah. I think they say like 30%, maybe 20% of the season's left. Um, so they've got to kind of work that into their league schedules. And then obviously now it's straight knockout, which is good. So it might be a situation where it might be a one-game situation from now on. That might be the yeah. best scenario. And they do it at a neutral site, kind of like how they used to do it many years ago back right. in the old European Cup where it was just a straight knockout. You know, you were drawn against anybody and you played one game and you were done. Yeah, I, I have a funny feeling that that's going to happen. Um, but what's not going to happen, I don't think, you know, maybe you, you disagree with me. I really don't think the Premier League is coming back this season. Now, they have not made that announcement at all. No. As a matter of fact, it says here on their site that uh, they just have decided that nothing will happen before April 30th. Right, right. Well, I think I, I, I'm going to probably think that something's going to happen. When? It's going to be interesting. So just I've done a little bit of research. So okay. end of June is when all the contracts for the leagues expire. So that's when they have to have their games completely done, June 30th. The problem is nobody's going to get done by June 30th. <laughs> right. Well, you can't play the whole <laughs> schedule. There's just no way, I don't think. There's no way. Yeah, exactly. So they've got these – what I was reading is they've got three plans. They've got a plan A, plan B, plan C. So okay. each each plan kind of determines when they would start. So really what's going to end up happening is the three options are they either start in mid-May, they would start in mid-June or at the end of June, okay? All right. And there's still the possibility – that they could then move into next year. So they would just delay the season. So part of the reason is, and just like anything, it's because of the TV revenue money. Right. They want to get these games in. They want to determine a league winner in the big five leagues, you know, the Spanish league, English league, Italian league, Dutch yeah. league, and, and so French league. So those are the five big ones. So they, they want to make sure that they get that taken care of because there's just too much money involved. That's really the bottom line. Well, and if you think about, you know, in terms of just the Premier League itself, you know, it doesn't matter as far as the winning of the league goes. I think that's already established that Liverpool's the winner, right? I mean, yeah. there's literally no way that anyone can catch them. So they're the champs. You know, and isn't that funny? After thirty years, you know how how much they were oh. looking forward to this, and then this is the way they just kind of putter in there with little asterisks next to their name. <laughs> it's it's a, it's sad. Yeah, I tell, I mean, and there's still this train of thought that you know, and even in in the lower leagues, so the leagues up to the English professional leagues, they've actually voided the seasons as of right now. You're so kidding. imagine that. No, that's what they've done. So they've just basically said that season is null and void. They've stopped it. And so then they're, ne- they're just going to start over again next year. So any teams that were winning. Oh, my that's God. It. That's horrible. I know. That's And that's the biggest fear, obviously, every Liverpool fan has that says, oh. just going to void the season. That would be awful. <laughs> that would be unbelievably well, horrible. It'd be awful for a Liverpool fan. I'd be it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you don't I'm mind. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with it. But that could that could theoretically happen. So I don't think it will because again, 
money talks is just too much money and i think part of it with those non-league clubs is was because they financially they need money to survive they need to make a decision they can lay people off and then kind of look at trying to figure things out but every club's in this situation right, right. because they're, they're trying to deal with how they're going to pay the people not necessarily the players because those guys are getting paid millions right. it's how do they pay the the game day staff they workers in the offices all of those people that's the issue well even the players i mean that the money comes from you know the proceeds of right the tv right. and and also the gate you know and the yeah. concessions and all that stuff yeah it's a lot of money i mean the amount of money it's like well and I, and I think what you're seeing is a lot of players are stepping up and saying they're going to give away their salaries for certain months so they can actually help pay for the rest of the people who work at the club so barcelona is a good example i mean their their cost of their amount of money that they deal with it i mean they pay their players over 400 million dollars <laughs> oh my god <laughs> a year that's amazing so when you think about that much money you know Lionel uh, Messi could probably skip a month or two yeah he'll probably be okay he'll still be okay and maybe give that to the the guy that uh, you know hands out the programs at the start of the matches so those are the types of things I think players are going to do and I think everybody's in it together that's the nice thing about it well so the um, you talk about a money situation how about those teams that are in the relegation zone right now right because exactly. we're talking about millions of dollars difference between playing in the championship and playing in the premier league totally and, and right now the teams that are down there norwich uh Aston villa and bournemouth yeah. um you know, if the season doesn't resume, that would be totally unfair to them to to take away millions of dollars like that. Right. Here's the crazy thing. Let's say it stopped today and they relegated Bournemouth, who are in that bottom, th- they're in their third position. They would be relegated on goal difference. <laughs> but, but with one goal. <laughs> exactly. With, I just looked at that. One goal difference between them and Watford. That would be awful. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. <laughs> and even West Ham is tied with them, and they're only three goals ahead. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, there's so it's so close down there. So that's why they're going to figure out a way. It could be a situation where they play neutral sites. They could be playing behind closed doors. They're going to finish the league somehow. When? We don't know. Right. Well, you know, let's talk about the championship, too, because those teams then move up. Yes. Right. Exactly. Now, has that league been voided for the year? No, no. All of those, all the professional leagues are still the same. Okay. Everything's fine. Yeah. So it's just those non-league, those lower level leagues that have been voided. <laughs> that's, um, just, that's just an unbelievable decision as far as I'm it, concerned. It, 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 it's a tough one. I mean, but again, you know, when you look at the big picture, they're probably looking at it from a financial standpoint as well because right. they, they typically may only get a couple of hundred people at games. Some of them obviously get a little bit more. Um, but yeah, so when you look at the championship, it's the same thing. You know, you've got you've got Leeds that's up there. They're doing right. extremely well. Um, and then you've got other teams that are still fighting for those spots. Now, Detroit, again, West Brom. Yeah, yeah. Ex- explain the... Uh the the relegation and the and the promotion again for our so, yeah. listeners. So for the championship, the top two teams automatically qualify. 
which so right now two, is Leeds and West and, Brom, right? Correct. So those two teams would automatically qualify if we stop today. And then three through six go into a playoff. So it's a two-legged playoff. Third place, sixth. Fourth place, fifth. And then they have a championship game at Wembley. And they call that the richest game in soccer right. because whoever wins that game is normally $170 million richer. That's, uh, yeah, that's not jump change. <laughs> it's not. And that's why it's so important to get these, you know, they're going to try and f- figure out a way to finish these matches. But right now, I was looking at the at the, at the the uh, standings. We have Fulham in third. Yep. Brentford. I don't think I've ever heard of Brentford, them. Brentford, yep. Yep. It's real close to where I grew up, actually. Okay. Sean Danhauser, Sean Danhauser from Top Soccer is actually a massive Brentford fan. Really? And actually had tickets to the final game of the season this year you're kidding so no and so i think he's going to be really disappointed with everything i think because they're actually moving stadiums this was going to be their last year at their stadium wow so yeah tough one okay well the so nottingham I, forest then is in fifth yeah. um they've been in the premier league before right uh, oh yeah and preston is another club i don't know Yep, Preston. Yeah, all of these are in the northern part of England, uh, other than Brentford, obviously, in the very close to uh, very close to Chelsea. Actually, that's West London. Uh, but yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. Okay, well, listen, we've got more to cover uh, because uh, you're gonna we're gonna find out what Adam's been doing and what uh, soccer kids in in Chicagoland in Illinois should be doing. But yeah. first, we need to take a break, and we'll be right back with more information uh, on free kicks with Adam and Rick. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's those weird ideas that actually were made into cars, plus more car models you won't see in 2020. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hey, and friends here, and I think you should listen to us. Why is that? Well, personally, I like dragging us down rabbit holes that have little to do with the conversation at hand. Yeah, you do that all the time. I think you're a professional at it. I'd like to be. I think that's my ideal job. Just to be the tangent man. How do you guys feel about peeing on a bus? <laughs> all that on And Friends, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we are back. And now, the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer news. Soccer news. Soccer news. Coach Adam. Coach Adam. <laughs> what do we got, uh, Adam? I know uh, oh. you sent me some videos. Yeah, I know. It seems like uh, I feel like I'm busier now than I've ever been. Yeah. I think it's, 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 it's crazy in terms of what we're trying to do. We're trying to obviously be a little bit more inventive in terms of what's going on. So, uh, from from an Illinois youth soccer standpoint, we've created some some videos and some some drills, activities for you know individuals to work on. We basically say this is a good time to work on your technique. So there's some isolated drills that you can access through our website. So each week, actually each Wednesday, I'll be posting new uh, new session plans. When you got videos to kind of uh, use as well to go along with. So hopefully this time can be used, whether it be inside the garage, individually, maybe in the in the garden, whatever it may be. For, for the, our American listeners, a garage is a garage. 
Yes, that's true. I just <laughs> you can't do that one. I can't do that one. It's it's like aluminium and aluminum. Just can't do it. So it's those two. Those are the two struggle ones I struggle with. But yeah, so there's lots of opportunities, and you're seeing all kinds of different things. Actually, our, our clubs have been doing a really good job of keeping their players engaged. I know a lot of them have programs. You've seen probably that the toilet paper uh, challenge where they're juggling a, a roll of toilet paper on Instagram and then kicking it around. So all kinds of kind of neat things going on there. So, But we're, we're open in terms of if clubs want to chat with, chat with me, be happy to help. We've done a few webinars for some clubs to keep coaches engaged, a little coaching education, so then that way they're pumped and ready to go. Uh, before the season begins, whenever that may be. Is it possible uh, that the season will not happen at all, the spring season? It's hard to say. It's really difficult to say. I think, again, they're going and following along the guidelines of what's happening with U.S. soccer right now. Right. Uh, U.S. youth soccer, and we've got phone, we have consistent phone calls, you know, on a weekly basis. Um U.S. Youth Soccer will have a phone call this week, probably update when we're going to be looking at trying to reschedule things. U.S. Soccer has come out and said April 30th. We're not going to do anything until at least that time. So, you know, we're just going to keep following the yeah. the dates and probably keep pushing it back and hopefully try and get some soccer in here this year. It's such a tough situation for all the clubs because uh, May is when they do their tryouts for next year. Right. And and you're missing, you know, the spring season, which is, you know, usually a little uh, iffy. Although this year yeah. it looks like it would have been fine. <laughs> Weather-wise. Exactly. Crazy, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's crazy. But I, I feel for all the clubs. I mean, some of these clubs may be uh, damaged financially by this, you know, in, in ways that uh, are very difficult to recover from. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is really important for, for all the players and, and all the – the parents to understand that the clubs are doing the best they can. It, it is one of those situations that, uh, you know, it's unprecedented. We've never been in this type of a situation before. This is a time to support them, just like they're going out and supporting restaurants and as well as other things, continue to support your club, right? you know, because you, you don't want them to fold. You don't want us to have a, a loss of clubs uh, because of this. Exactly. All right, let's uh, let's do let's do a little game here uh, because I know you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to do a show without doing your favorite feature, which is the guess the Premier League star. Oh, <laughs> of course, yeah. I, yeah. I tell you what, though, I've probably forgotten. Bill. I don't know who they are anymore. <laughs> well, then you'll do about as good as you usually do. Here's, oh, here's the go. audio. Here we go. Time now to guess the Premier League star. All right. <laughs> this is going to be a hard one, too. So oh, <laughs> hop you of right course. back into it here. Um, this uh, Premier League star is 25 years old. Okay. He's Portuguese and plays for their national team. All right. Not, not ready to take a guess yet. Uh, not yet. Before coming to the Premier League, he played professionally in Portugal and Italy. He is a midfielder. <laughs> he shares a first name with a Sasha Baron Cohen character and a last name with the Miami Marlins pitcher who passed away in a boating accident. Oh, my goodness. 
It's like I have this mental block. That's the biggest issue. <laughs> he wears red. He wears red. Gosh, my goodness. He's a very recent addition to the Premier League. Oh, it's got to be Bruno Fernandez. Very good. <laughs> wow. Just takes me a little while. Just takes me a little while. I hadn't drunk my second cup of coffee yet. So, my goodness. Wow. That All right. Tough. Well, there we go. All right. Now, so um, what do you what do you think we're going to do here in the future? You, you want to try uh, coming back in a couple of weeks and giving an update, or how do you want to do this? Yeah, I think I, I mean, yeah. All right. We've got not much. We don't have much going on. We'll be happy to do that. I, one thing that I definitely working on here is stuff that people are watching because obviously this is a great time to watch a lot of television True. and watch a lot of different things so you know obviously everybody's watching uh, uh that tiger thing that's going on yeah, so right. people, people heard that but there's there's actually a lot of good soccer documentaries so i'm actually working on a webinar for clubs just to kind of do it but i would recommend two ones real quickly okay oh wait um, this is adam's tv tip okay there you go oh, and hang Perfect. on you gotta we'll play the audio in. hold on one here we go yeah. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so when you look at the history, and if you like Downton Abbey, there's a great uh, series on Netflix called oh. The English Game. I, I know what you're talking about. Bridget and I watched the first episode the other night. It's awesome. It's great. I watched all six. I just I just basically sat. Uh, I started at 11 o'clock and I went to bed at 1.30. So it's just like I just yeah, went through all of them. Yeah, that's good stuff. It really is. It's good. It's a good episode. Lots of good information. Some of the stuff's a bit up and down, but I did some, you know, follow up on the history of everything. It's pretty, pretty. It's pretty close to how everything is. So, and those of you who are fans of the podcast here, that would definitely fall in line with what we've been talking about. So that's a good one. Okay. And then, and then another couple that are coming. I just finished Take Us Home, which is basically the story of Leeds United. That's on Amazon Prime. Okay. That was really good. And then Sunderland Till I Die is also another series that follows the club through it. And they just they have the first one on there, and they are releasing the second one on Wednesday. Okay. So those are three really good ones. And there's lots of other stuff. So like I said, I'm putting some stuff together. I may even post a few on our Twitter page. Feel free to touch base with me if you want something to watch from a soccer standpoint. I've done some, a lot of research on it. Okay. Well, that sounds good. And we'll, you know, let's let's check back in with everybody in a couple of weeks. Sounds great. All right. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, Radio Misfits. Dot com, And we'll be back again in a couple of weeks with a new episode of Free Kicks. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm going to show you my doodle. <laughs> can you see my doodle from where no. you are? You know who else would? Walter Jacobson would doodle. And his doodle one day was close to my doodle. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
So you've seen his doodle? Sure. Uh, he's seen your doodle. He's seen my doodle more than one day. <laughs> Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to you, an Opie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Lick a toilet bowl and go to the hospital. Who knew? Morgan Freeman talks about toilet paper. Strippers now deliver. My brush with Bobby Sherman. And our interview with the greatest Melania Trump impersonator the world has ever known. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. <laughs> the Tony Lasano Podcast, and Opie Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. RadioMisfits.com.